In regards to the evil being done by pharma and the party, including Mitchell McConnell, words are going to fail us. By definition of what is being done, words are going to fail us. You were a hero. 11-year-old female, first dose of mRNA, said she couldn't hear. She couldn't feel her ears. She lost consciousness. She came to after two to five minutes and then had seizures for five minutes, screaming to her mother, make it stop. Today, getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo? There was a little pinch. A five-year-old girl. 39 days post-injection, Pfizer mRNA trash, six days in the hospital. But Elmo was really glad to have Daddy there with you. I had questions about Elmo. Five-year-old girl in Arizona, post uh, four days post-injection, five days in the hospital. Uh, they made note that there was cardiac involvement, cardiac Involvement, that's an interesting phrase. Oh, getting the COVID vaccine? I talked to our pediatrician and learned that the vaccine... A 10-year-old girl, 41 days after her first Pfizer injection, two days in the hospital, ketoacidosis, type 1 diabetes, melatitis, polycuria. Child began thirst and urination on January 10, rushed to the hospital January 11th, subsequently diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. All of a sudden, the age of 10. Moderna hid in their paperwork. Something interesting. Vaccine is the best way to keep him and everyone else healthy. <laughs> it's okay to have questions about COVID vaccines for your kids. Get the latest facts by speaking to your pediatrician or healthcare provider. Moderna gave a one-year-old baby type 1 diabetes during their studies. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And this is a fantastic moment to praise God that he's allowed us to see these things. Thank you, Lord, that we're able to see this. Uh, and to remember that God is watching all of this. And to pray for God's mercy on the people who are doing this to children and to others. We are called to pray for people like that. It's the hardest thing. My friend Justin Hart, we had on last week, has put together a list of some, a small listing of some of the uh, adverse events that happened to little children um, after they got injected. You remember last week that the, uh, the body that advises, so-called advises the CDC on these non-vaccines, recommended 15 to 0 that this trash be added to the regular vaccine schedules for children. 
and the adverse event cases go on and on and on. A five-year-old girl, New York, one day after the Pfizer trash shoved into her body, three, her body, three days in the hospital, seizure, foaming at the mouth, foaming at the mouth, pineal gland cyst, seizure event, uh, seizure event possibly longer than 15 minutes. Mother found her slumped over in bed with foaming at her mouth. 19 days post first so-called vaccine, again Pfizer. Epilepsy, intractable seizures, EEG, severely abnormal. Intractable seizures was loaded into anti-seizure meds in ER and admitted to the hospital to get further seizures under control. Eight-year-old boy. None of these children had any reason to get these injections because the math doesn't work. The risk for them is far greater than any possible benefit, but there's more. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... We still got a lot of pandemics out there. Dr. Fauci. Yeah, there's more on that. Uh, Freedom of Information Act request has revealed to the degree to which Fauci and his owners at Pharma engaged the Mockingbird media. It's everything we said it was, but it's even more advanced. super good time to think about your own health and the way your body works and man there are ways to invite disease into your body uh i mean some of those are pretty well known and i don't mean to offend anybody or to be anybody's you know uh health cop but smoking uh drinking too much etc obviously those things invite disease into your body so does uh, carrying too much fat on your body and it's because it fatigues your body when you're carrying around too much fat your heart has to work too too hard and that's because the fat has to be fed. It's part of your body. Uh, your muscles work too hard. The skeletal system works too hard. And it makes sleep difficult. And furthermore, it can make joy difficult. And look, I've got plenty of friends who carry a, a good amount of, of what you might consider unwanted fat. And they're some of the most joyful people I know. Some of them are also very depressed. I don't think that, that, that the fat makes the difference, but it can. And if you want to avoid farmer's clutches, man, I'm telling you, one of the things you can do is drop the unwanted fat. I'm not on thyroid meds. I haven't been since I took off my original 95 pounds. I'm now 150 pounds total lighter. It's all all unwanted fat. It can seem insurmountable, so you get help. My friends at Soda Weight Loss, S-O-T-A Weight Loss.com, are healthcare practitioners from way back. They had their, their patients coming and saying, hey, can you help me you know, drop fat and keep it off? They looked at how these protocols worked and they said, wow, it's like the, the industry wants yo-yo dieting. Oh, did they? That's not what soda weight loss is about. Soda weight loss is about making sure that the unwanted fat stays off your body. They'll guide you through the process. They'll provide the foods. They'll provide cooking classes, Christian meditation, audio experiences, which don't overlook those. They really are powerful. It's sotaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com.
the only way we prevented this is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Thank you, Arnie. Appreciate you revealing who you are. Screw your freedom. The Federalist has done an investigation into the Biden regime's focus on media companies. The Biden administration made a plan to recruit, quote, all media companies and show producers to do its bidding, which would include NBC. Now, why are they focusing on NBC? Because Saturday, Saturday Night Live became a clearinghouse for distinctly unfunny sketches, all aimed at getting people to get injected. They made a push to get all media companies, all show producers, to produce propaganda. Now, none of this was labeled as advertising. None of it said brought to you by the CDC or HHS. If this were a political act, it would be an election interference. It would be an, an, an election commission violation. But they get to do it under the auspices of so-called public health. And the degree of PSYOP that people have been put through is phenomenal. We played at the top of the show this Elmo piece. Yeah, Daddy has super-duper hero bandages just like Elmo. You were a hero today, getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo. There was a little pinch, but Elmo was really glad to have Daddy there with him. I had questions about Elmo getting the COVID vaccine. I talked to our pediatrician and learned that the vaccine is the best way to keep him and everyone else healthy. (laughs) It's okay to have questions about COVID vaccines for your kids. Get the latest facts by speaking to your pediatrician or healthcare provider. A one-year-old baby given type 1 diabetes perhaps for the rest of the baby's life in a Moderna test. They, They didn't come right out and tell us that. It's buried in their paperwork. Alex Berenson apparently is the first to discover this. They quietly admitted that it's mRNA COVID injections. Alex, why do you call them vaccines? You know they're not vaccines. You've said as much they're not vaccines. Caused a case of type 1 diabetes in a one-year-old girl in its clinical trial. So before they released this to the public... It was causing diabetes. Folks, I beg you to remember how many times I've talked about this causing diabetes. And I am a rodeo clown. I'm a college dropout. And all of this is so blatantly obvious when you look at the design of these injections that it's going to cause all sorts of derangement in the body. It's unavoidable. You're causing the body to produce a poison. It's going to derange the immune system and other systems. Secondly, the reports of the causing of diabetes has been ongoing for two years. It doesn't, it shouldn't shock anybody that it's caused in a little kid. And now we have proof. Not not that we needed it, but we do have proof. That the people who run Joe Biden were going to all media companies about this. All 
show producers about this. So you end up with Stephen Colbert, who's a trained monkey. That's a rude thing to say. He is. It's a rude thing to say. But in this regard, he's he's a stenographer for the regime. That's Mark Levin's line. I'm going to go with trained monkey. Here's Stephen Colbert dancing with people dressed up as syringes. Goes out in the audience and grabs an old lady to dance with her. Vaccine! Oh, speaking of music. Speaking of music. 17-year-old Daniel Moshi loved to sing. And his talent for it was undeniable. It's an honor uh, to see my son sing to the Lord. Praise him. It was an honor also that I was playing for him. Daniel's father, Loden, would sometimes accompany his son on the piano. But those days have now come to a tragic end. On Friday, the Leiden High School senior died after performing during a very special choir workshop event at Naperville North High School. He was singing. They had dinner. And he was just fine. And they told us that while he was doing his solo, he just passed out. Daniel's mother, Carolyn, says her son was rushed to the hospital, but doctors would later tell his family that he passed away. Carolyn says the DuPage County coroner told her that at this point, they have no clue why he died. I'm not saying that it was the injections because I don't know. They have no clue? Just can't figure it out. Nonsense. Utter nonsense. In addition to the carrot offered to media companies, because you know, you absolutely know, the more absurd you were in the spreading of injection propaganda, the more rewarded you were by Pfizer ads. I, I don't even want to play it again because it's going to make me ill this morning. Brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. This more brought to you by Pfizer. They were obviously connected. And I'll say this again. This gives the Republicans everything they need to go after the Mockingbird media. Bring them in to testify to the, about the degree to which they interacted with the CDC, Health and Human Services, and made decisions on editorial because of that, and bring in the sales executives. I want to see the sales packages they took to pharma. I want to see the presentations, the prezies as they're called. I want to see the degree to which you had featured your vaccine, so-called vaccine propaganda in your sales pitches to get big annuals from Pfizer, not just for their so-called vaccines, but their other products, because you know and I know they tied those things together. I used to do business with the consumer health division of Pfizer, and to be frank, they were very, very nice people and actually helped propel the product that we helped lead at Microsoft in, into huge success. Wouldn't have happened without them. Let's be honest. 
But I'm not, I'm not going to believe for five seconds that there is a wall of separation between Pfizer consumer health. And this is things, um, this is things that, you know, over-the-counter meds, over-the-counter stuff you can buy. And that, that stuff's advertised under brand names, not Pfizer's name. You're going to tell me that they didn't tie that together? See, this makes these guys vendors for government. Just like the government can go after every company that even touches federal funds, they can go after these guys because they did the federal government's bidding. And if Republicans are afraid to do that, and they are, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy are afraid, they're also corrupt. At least Jim Jordan and folks like that, Ron Johnson, Rand Paul, could set the plate for us to sue pharma through suing the media companies. When Fauci et al. pushed this stuff into the vaccine schedule, which, in my opinion, they'd be smart to do this after the elections. Do this after the election. Don't do it now. Don't give yet another reason for parents to hate the Biden regime. And please, let's not, let's not allow the devil to cause us to hate. Please, that can't be the response. Uh, it's Look, I just said it. Uh, I feel it. I'm right now mentally trying to take that, that thought captive to Christ. No, I will not hate Tony Fauci. No, I refuse to do that. No, I cast that thought out. I don't want it. I will love him, and I will hate his behaviors. I'm called to love my neighbor. I will hate the behaviors, and I will remember that God is going to judge on this. We've got a dead singer. They just can't figure out why he died. It's a complete mystery. They just have forgotten how to do uh, any form of autopsy. We just can't figure it out. We have a Mississippi state lineman, Samuel Westmoreland, dead at the age of 19. <laughs> guy made it onto the team as a walk-on. That's tough. And just died. We don't know why. We have a, by some counts, 800% increase in the number of deaths of surgeons, probably doctors, uh, in Ontario. We have this. In Germany, another Berenson find, by the way. In Germany, kids under five, one in 780 kids required hospitalization after Pfizer's mRNA COVID shots. One in seven to eighty. When the smallpox, no, what was it? It was uh, it was another vaccine got pulled for causing like one death. One thirty forty severe events. My friend Justin Hart put together this list. All just samples. They can't. They don't have time. There's not enough substacks. To go through all of this. Seven-year-old boy. One day post second injection with the Pfizer clot shots. Seizure. Had a seizure. Right hand posturing. Body turned to the left. Amesis turned blue. Lasted four to five minutes. Emergency was called an ambulance. Had second witness tonic, clonic, um, I don't know what that means, tonic, clonic seizure with eyes deviated. Seven-year-old boy. And you don't think there are neurological problems when you're getting seizures like this? And the list is probably 200 events long. 
Five-year-old boy, 10 hours post-second injection with Pfizer. Seizure, gaze, palsy. No patient or family history of seizure conditions. Child was unresponsive for one to three minutes with eyes open, fixed mouth, mouth open, arms and legs extended, muscles rigid and twitching. And one in 780 kids in Germany had to be hospitalized post-injection. That's the ones we know about. They're just just insufficient words. Maybe you have your own words for this and what they're doing. And I'm going to say again, I am begging President Trump. I am begging the people around President Trump to please, please get the president the memo on this. Please. Hey, this uh, this coming week uh, is going to be a pretty big one for us. You know, we announced last week that we're starting uh, the national radio show, and it's going to start on the weekends. Uh, and it's it's pretty amazing to uh, have left radio uh, to put God at the center and to be back now going to national radio. And this happened in less than a year. In fact, it will be almost eleven months. After we left radio, it will be yeah, it'll be under a year that we left Seattle radio and went back into radio on a national basis. And then, of course, this agreement with Radio America, you may have read about, where Radio America is distributing the podcast. And I've mentioned that, but I've I've been kind of light on details. So I'll give you just a little bit of a heads up on the company we're working with. Um, This was home. I I had a discussion. We're going to have him on this week uh, with uh, Rich Lefergie, who is the VP of Ops there. He's got so many stories. He told me this story about G. Gordon Liddy. And Liddy was a Radio America host. And Liddy was a very, very, very complicated dude. Um, You know, one part, I don't know, uh, radical, brilliant man. I loved his radio show. Liddy's radio show was fascinating. Great storyteller. And you talk about a guy who was extreme in support of his party. (laughs) That was Liddy. So we're joining a company that's also owned by a nonprofit. And I remember Liddy making fun of this. Like, well, okay, you know, well, it's a nonprofit and the heat's off and they didn't turn the lights on today. And, and I remember the jokes. And now that I think about the structure of media and I think about the longevity of the folks who are at Radio America, you know, you're talking about people who've been there 30 years, 25 years. That doesn't happen in media. So I want to let you know that we're landing in good hands. I want to let you know that the show is going to launch on November 5th. And we're going to ask your help to reach out to radio stations to ask them to carry the show. We'll launch with a good base of affiliates. But we're going to ask your help. If you've got a favorite local talk radio station, wherever you're at, start sending them an email. And it's pretty simple. Hey, remember Todd Herman used to fill in for Rush Limbaugh? He's got a nationally syndicated weekend show. We'd love to have it on. We'll support it. So that's going to be November 5th. And we'll do something really special before that launches uh, because I have you to thank for this. God and you. I, I, I beg, I beg the people around President Trump, please, please, please get the president the memo. Those are some friends of mine. They wanted to say, I said, don't come tonight. Let's go another time. It's pouring. Woody Johnson, a great gentleman. You ever hear of Johnson and Johnson? He owns the place. I tell you what, this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash. Johnson and Johnson, his incredible wife, 
Suzanne Johnson, whose family is very, very close, and she comes from Ukraine. So she's uh, she has a little bit of a hard time with it, but she's an incredible woman. Another incredible woman is Summers Farkas, a person respected by everybody. In there's, there's, there's no applause. There's no applause for Johnson & Johnson executives at a Trump rally. I, I can't remember the last time I heard audio of, of someone getting no applause when introduced by President Trump. I, I can't think of a time. Can you? I'm begging people to get to the president the memo on what was done what was hidden from them he had no reason to believe none of us had a reason to believe that they would be this evil no that's not true i actually i did have reason to believe they would be this evil my wife has been on this for years and that brings to mind something else i have a loved one who works for big pharma and she is the single most honest person i know and she's a better human being than i am and I have to believe the drugs in which she works are, are great for people. There's good people in pharma. And we have to remember this as well, because one of the things we run the danger of in criticizing the way we do is sending other people running away from us. Because there are good people in pharma, and we're going to need them because people are going to have to come and speak out. There's going to have to be whistleblowing from the inside. Hey, God's going to reveal this over time. He's doing it now. He's tearing down the curtain of corruption so we can see inside. He's doing that the same way he's done that time and time again to nation and nation again. And as we turn our face back to them, it's my belief he'll do more of that. That it's going to take internal whistleblowers. That's beginning to happen. There are doctors that are beginning to speak out. They have to speak out because they're aiming at kids. Of course, the CDC wants this to be forced onto children. 21-year-old female, right after first dose of Pfizer. Periparalysis seizure, LP7, or LP, days, seven days in the hospital. I was pretty much paralyzed for hands and legs. I was brought to the hospital and they treated me there for about a week and I had muscle weakness. I gained feeling back in my hands, but not my feet. 12-year-old female, Texas, 13 days post second Pfizer injection. Ha, huh, look at this. Acute kidney infection. UTIs, muscle spasms, renal disorder. From, from the injections, it's bound to happen. Oh, look, another cardiac event. A cardiac involvement. That's a way of masking myocarditis or pericarditis. 12-year-old female, California. First day post second dose. Pfizer, um, Pfizer glossatus, a swollen tongue, sore arm, fever, bumps on tongue, painful tongue, cheek swelling, roof of mouth swelling, sore gum, diagnosed with glossitis. Prescribed steroids, pain medication, and Benadryl. That's, that's, uh, there's your minor one. I beg them to get to President Trump. Joseph. Ladapo, 
is speaking out about the Fauci. Dr. Fauci is now spinning the narrative, saying he never called for shutdowns. He is leaving the NIH. Let's check him on the record. He did recommend shutdowns. Watch this. Was it a mistake in so many states and so many localities uh, to see schools closed as long as they were? I had nothing yeah. to do. I mean, you're, I you're, mean you're, let's get down to the facts. I didn't shut down anything. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. And the only way to do that is by draconian means of essentially shutting down a country. We know that we can do that if we shut down. Well, if I knew at the time that shutting down would have such a dramatic effect on controlling the spread, obviously we would have shut down earlier. Not only did he say shut down, he said he would have shut down earlier. Those are the facts, Dr. Fauci. Your reaction? (laughs) Yes, earlier and harder. That's the Dr. Fauci playbook. I hope Americans recognize that the individual that led the response, that President Biden and all these other people were saying they trust, is now he's clearly lying. He is the energy behind the shutdowns. And he has the audacity to go on TV and tell people that he didn't have anything to do with it. That's the individual. And how can you trust someone like that? Well, by the way, that's I I didn't give you this is title. That's the Surgeon General of the state of Florida. And it's not just Democrats. It's not just Biden. This is too important for that game. Please stop playing that game. I could play the audio again of Mitch McConnell being asked, what is your confidence level in Tony Fauci? Uh, my confidence level in Tony Fauci is yeah, total, total, total confidence. Total, total complete confidence. A public term. Ron DeSantis knows which way they intend to take this with kids. He knows what they intend to do to children once the CDC goes around and installs this into the injection schedules. You know, as long as I'm around and as long as I'm kicking and screaming, uh, there will be no COVID shot mandates for your kids. That is your decision. That is your decision to make as a parent. I beg. And I know that president didn't want him dictated. I know that dictated. I know that was not Trump's design. We have this. This is from April of 2022. This was a scientific paper in the nature in the in the journal Nature. This is a peer-reviewed paper. It has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven authors. It has been cited. What is this? Uh, wow. Okay, citations, six citations. 15,000 accesses. Here's the headline. Online misinformation is linked to COVID-19 vaccination hesitancy and refusal. Here's the abstract. Widespread uptake of vaccines is necessary to achieve herd immunity. That That's patently false. That is patently false. That's not true. During the growth stage of a virus, the early on stage of a virus, the opposite is the case. 
getting as many people who are not going to die from the virus infected with the virus, most of them never knowing it, is the only way to achieve herd immunity. The injections come later to targeted populations. Abstract continues. However, uptake rates have varied across the U.S. during the first six months of the COVID-19 so-called vaccination program. Misbeliefs play an important role in vaccine hesitancy, and there's a need to understand the relationships between misinformation, beliefs, behaviors, and health outcomes. We investigate the extent to which COVID-19 vaccination rates and hesitancy are associated with online misinformation on vaccines. Your first line in the article is misinformation. Widespread uptake of vaccines is necessary to achieve immunity. Your herd immunity. Your first line is a lie. Particularly concerning this trash. Did I say that words failed me? Often I lay this stuff out into a logical sequence. There's no there's no logic. There's this. Dr. William Makis proves Canadian doctors are dying at more than double the average rate. There's been a cluster of deaths in Ontario and Canada that's brought it up in that case in that in that area. To some people count it as 800% increases. But this doctor has gone through the lists of deaths. He's got them listed here. It's double the, <laughs> double the normal rate for deaths. And by the way, these are young doctors all across Canada. That's not major news. You're losing, as, as often as they brag about their healthcare system, as often as we're lectured in this country that the Canadian healthcare system is where we have to go, they're losing the people who provide the actual healthcare at twice the normal rate. And this is not a major news story. And all of them, if they're working in Canada, had been injected. There are doctors beginning to speak out. Thank God. And the reason that they haven't is because it can cost them their careers. In separate countries like Washington State, they made no bones about it. They didn't even bother passing a law. They just created a bureaucratic diktat. If you're a doctor and you speak out against the injections, we're going to see that your license is pulled. If you're a pharmacist and you give anybody ivermectin that was prescribed by a doctor, you can lose your license. You'll hear from a couple doctors who are finally beginning to speak out. Plus, a young woman with Rebel Media uh, out of Canada found herself next to the director of the so-called World Health Organization, a Bill Gates and Chinese Communist Party-owned cabal. Tedros, Tedros, you'll hear the interaction. There is um, this this thing that I do every single morning, and I found out, I, I tried this a little bit in reverse. I wake up, here's a little bit of like weird knowledge about me. Maybe you don't want this. Maybe this is TMI as, as the what generation younger than us says, TMI, too much information. Open my eyes. I, I try to make sure that my first thoughts are of God. I often fail. 
uh, I reach over and one source of caffeine I have that's not bone frog coffee is I have my, um, I have a five hour energy, which my, my wife and I jokingly call for me five minute energy. So I swig that while I'm still in bed. Then I try to go through, I don't know what devotionals mean, but I read scripture and I read, I read books that pertain to scripture. And then I get to my knees in prayer. So this morning, I just skipped all of that, and I went, and I sat down with the Bible. I didn't do my, I, normally I stretch as I read, I didn't do any of that. I sat down in yes and easy chair. I pulled open the Bible. I'm, I'm once again rereading John. And I sat and I sipped bone frog coffee. And I don't give myself the simple pleasure enough. I don't give myself the simple pleasure of not just choking down five-minute energy so I can get up and do the gym and do the show, and, and I do operate. They do self-medicate a little bit on caffeine. That is my addiction. True, tr- tr- you know, truly, that is what I'm addicted to. But the tasting of the coffee, the enjoying of it, I'm going to do this more often. And Bone Frog is perfect for this because you can choose the blend. Now, because I'm a subscriber at bonefrog.us, I have access to all the blends of coffee. And this morning, I had the medium roast, which is the Frogman roast. It's not the, the light roast to me. You'd think you'd be doing on a light morning like that, the light roast. No, it's medium for me. Also know this. This company is about to turn a major corner, and I would like you to be able to be on the first round of this. I'd like you to be able to claim with us that we helped move this company into this next stage because I can sense it coming. They're being mentioned in worldwide, just huge, huge book series like the the Shepherd series. We're going to have those guys on, by the way, at the end of the month. They're being mentioned now, top of the tongue. They've got TV campaigns running. A lot of this came from the base of this. Oh, by the way, my friends at Radio America, Chicks on the Right. They're going to be trying the coffee. In fact, I think they're gonna. I think they're already endorsing the coffee. You know what's so funny? I knew those guys way back when, before they had a radio show. They were just this huge social media presence. It's so weird the way life works. For the holidays, how about this? How about Bonefrog.us for your friends and family? How about giving them a sample of coffee that says "God Country Team" on it? founded by a 25-year Navy veteran and Navy SEAL. If you've got your friends that are still drinking that coffee from, and it's, it's, it's not as good a coffee, not by any stretch of the imagination, from that Second Amendment veteran-owned company, send them the note about how they ran away from Kyle Rittenhouse. And hey, get them on Bonefrog Coffee instead. At bonefrog.us, you get a 5% discount lifetime on subscriptions. It's bonefrog.us. Thank goodness there are doctors speaking out. Kimberly, this I'm an OBGYN that practices in St. Pete, Florida. I can definitely say since the vaccine rollout started, we have seen in our practice a decrease in new OB numbers, which would be infertility by about 50%. We've also seen an increase in miscarriage rate by about 50%. And I would say there's probably about a 25% increase in abnormal pap smears as well as cervical malignancies in our area. Oh, well, who could have foreseen that? A college dropout. How could a college dropout with no background in medicine have seen that? Because they listened to people like Geert Vandenbosch and because they used common sense. Gosh, I wonder what will happen when our genes are conned into producing something poisonous to the body. Gosh, I wonder. Immunological derangement. And where are these poisons stored? 
in parts of the body high in fat, like the testes and the ovaries? Oh, wouldn't that be the areas that the body would attack? Yes. Yes, it would be. And these spike proteins, don't they cause blood clots in everybody, but some people get more of them? Yes. Wouldn't that be a problem in the kidneys where the blood is cleansed? Yes. Wouldn't that be a problem in organs like the pancreas? Yes, it could be. Wouldn't that possibly lead to type 1 diabetes? Well, by golly, I guess it could. Geert Vandenbosch, we played audio from uh, Dr. Vandenbosch last week, PhD, world-famous, world-renowned, inventor of vaccines, expert on vaccines, says now the following. He says that these injections are going to create a super virus amongst the injected. Those of us who still have immunity, those of us who we call pure bloods, we're not going to be, we're probably not going to be harmed by this. People who have been injected, they're not going to be able to stop this. And the more often you've been injected, the more often, the, the, the more or less likely you are to be able to stop this. We are looking at a, and in his opinion, a mass casualty, not casualty, a mass death event in people who have been triple, quadruple injected because their immune systems are shot. It's not just U.S. doctors who are speaking out. It is my duty and responsibility as a consultant cardiologist and public health campaigner to urgently inform doctors, patients, and members of the public that the COVID mRNA vaccine has likely played a significant role or being a primary cause of unexpected cardiac arrests, heart attacks, strokes, cardiac arrhythmias, and heart failure since 2021, until proven otherwise. So there are doctors speaking out, and more are going to have to speak out. And there is good news. Uh, one day, Fauci, in this life, unless he dies before then, and that's not, a, that's not wishing him harm. That's just a fact of life. Unless he dies before then, he's going to have a hard time not at some point being put under oath. He's, he's lying and scraping and, and, and causing others harm to avoid testifying. We'll get to that in a second. It's going to have to happen, and he's eventually going to be forced to do this unless, again, unless he, he dies before then. And you can see it in the panic when they're confronted that they know they know that the game is up. They know that they've been caught. They know that a growing number of us have figured it out. They know that 95% of parents in the United States have not gotten their kids injected, meaning 95% of parents do not want their kids injected, meaning the CDC would be wise in scheming and dishonest to hold their decision to force this into the vaccination schedules until after the election. And I am firmly of the opinion that the people who run Joe Biden are saying, do not do this before the election. Do not. We already have lost because of the schools. We've lost because of, of the, 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 the pharma army and the sexual left transing kids. We've lost mothers. We've lost fathers. Don't do it. But they're panicking. This is a funny video, and it's in the show notes. You can watch it. It's a young woman from Rebel Media, 
And she goes to an event at which the boss man of the World Health Organization is speaking. She times it perfectly. She walks up next to him in the hallway. She starts asking how he is. Being a slump, well, let me just say it this way. Being a boss man of the party, of course, this older man puts his arm around the young woman he's never met, pulls her close to him. As he's walking, smile on his face. Oh, look at Tedros with the young lady on his arm. Look at me pulling you into my body. But then she starts asking questions, and very quickly, Tedros loses interest. All of a sudden, he doesn't want his arm around the young, attractive woman and another young, attractive woman who hangs out with Tedros, intercedes, puts her body between them. That's his handler. Okay, Mr. Tedros, how are you? How are you, Mr. Tedros? <laughs> if you could do her, lockdowns laughing. again, would you, would you do that? Releases her. If you could do lockdowns again, would you support them? I'm sorry. Please. Mr. Comes. Tedros, please. if you could do lockdowns again, would you support them? That's what you get for unelected, unaccountable bureaucrats. It is what you get. there to the WHO conference, the World Health Summit. Tedros was nervously laughing behind his medical mask. As you can see, his handler quickly got in the way once she realized that I was skeptical of his failed lockdown mandates. And God protect the people at Rebel Media and that young woman. Bad catitude on Substack. Barica, uh, has it Boquita Egato? Bad cat. Great, great Substack. The lawsuit, Missouri et al. versus, as he says, about the whole U.S. public health system is progressing in its exploration of the explicit and deliberate role of the government and many of its agents, including Fauci, Mirtha, Biden, Jankowitz, etc. ad nauseum. The systematic shaping, suppression, and censorship of all information regarding COVID. He quotes case law that makes this inescapably illegal. It's a settled law. A private entity violates the First Amendment if, quote, if the government coerces or induces it to take action the government itself would not be permitted to do, such as censor expression of a lawful, lawful viewpoint. There you have your social media. Now you can add to that the New York Times and others who simply fired well-respected contributors because they questioned the COVID injections. That was Biden versus Knight First Amendment Institute at Columbia University. The government cannot accomplish through threats of adverse government action what the Constitution prohibits it from doing directly. They did this to doctors. That's, this is about social media, but they did that to doctors. They, they, they've violated their rights to practice medicine, not to mention to speak out. And as the bad cat continues... Missouri AG Eric Schmidt, no one has had the chance to look under the hood before. Now we do. You know that they've got discovery. They have proof of the pressure that Fauci and Collins and Burks and Redfield and Gates, who paid them to do it to my judgment, that they put on media companies like we began the show about today. Funny thing happened on the way to discovery. Bad Cat writes, most of the subjects of the investigation have been steadfastly refusing to testify. So the Fouch was ordered to testify under oath and about his involvement in social media censorship. So you want to know what the Fouch did? The Fouch went ahead. He filled out a questionnaire. Court said, okay, uh, if you're not going to come and testify. And incidentally, what did we talk about last hour? 
what? What did we talk about last hour? Wasn't there someone else who didn't go testify? This is democracy. This is democracy. The American people are way in measuring what went on with the Justice Department and how they comported themselves. They're weighing and measuring that right now, and they will vote on November 8th. They will hang on. Didn't someone just get sentenced to four months in prison? And the party wanted a $200,000 fine. I think it's down to six grand. illegitimate. 50% of the American people believe that today. And they believe that not from hearing from mainstream media, from our great colleagues in the media, because they won't show any of it. Fauci is refusing to testify in court. But he filled out the questionnaire. <laughs> but he didn't sign it. Did you hear that? He didn't sign it. He made an underling sign it. He didn't sign his own statement. Dr. Jill Harper, so-called Dr. Jill Harper, did. Fauci knows he's caught. They all know they're caught. They're all trying to get out of going under oath. I have news. The same God who said, thou shalt not lie, already has you under oath. The God who made you, who owns you, said, don't lie. You're already under oath, Fouch. All of the lies everyone is has been kept by the list maker who never fails you have time to repent and i pray that you do i don't get to make this judgment but my assessment of it is there's not a chance in the world you're going to repent because i don't think tony fauci fauci i don't think you're capable of understanding how evil you've become I think you got there by degrees. And at this point, you are the most evil man in the history of the United States of America. As I see it. And there still aren't words. There's just knowledge. You can avoid going under oath for a long time here. You're eventually going to do it. But Fouch, Collins, Burks, you're all under oath right now. You testify against yourself every time you don't confess what you've done and repent. You're testifying this moment with your silence. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please do go be well, be strong, be kind, and remember that we too, we too are under oath.